friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a Fort Worth podcast based on our community's creators, and you can find us on all your favorite streaming services and on social media. Just look for Fort Worth Roots. We also have a YouTube channel. Most of these recordings have an associated video on YouTube. You can just go to YouTube and type in Fort Worth Roots. Should pull right up. But seriously, thank you for being here today. Every single time you stream even one episode of Fort Worth Roots, it shows up on our analytics and it really does help the show. So thank you for being here. And if this is your first time listening to Fort Worth Roots, this is the part of the episode where we go over all of our announcements. And the longer the show goes on, the longer these announcements get. But it's because we're doing stuff with the community and we got a lot of stuff to tell you. But we will jump into the episode soon. Let me start off by telling you about the Fort Worth Podcast Scavenger Hunt. I don't know how much I've talked about this in the previous episodes. I've been trying to get these details together. Last weekend, I got to sit down with a bunch of awesome local podcasters. First podcast is It's Probably You, The Funky Panther, The Jerry Jonestown Massacre, The Failed Podcast, uh, Fort Worth Roots, obviously, Emu Otaku, Lance, I'm sorry if I messed that up, dude, Forever Reckless, Funky Town Podcast, Thanks for the Invite Podcast, and Osos Golosos podcast and Fort Worth Famous. Eleven podcasts are going to be involved in this Fort Worth podcast scavenger hunt. So I'm going to read you off the script that I kind of put together hastily uh, for the other podcasters so that we all be on the same page and that each other's audience all have a chance to play kind of a uniform game in between these podcasts. Here it goes. We are participating in the very first Fort Worth podcast scavenger hunt. Fort Worth Roots podcast is inviting you, the listener, to join us September 10th at Pouring Glory for the 100th episode party. The event starts at 1 p.m. and there will be grab bags, $3 draft beers, special food menu, three local bands, one local comedian, and a pop-up vendor market. To participate in the Fort Worth podcast scavenger hunt, you will need to bring the code phrase to the September 10th event where you will be entered in a drawing to win a selection of prizes. The code phrase has been broken up among 11 local Fort Worth podcasters that I just listed off for you. Uh, and you can find the list for those shows in the description for this episode. We hope you'll join us in playing the game and bring the code phrase with you September 10th to Pouring Glory. And even if you don't feel like participating in the scavenger hunt, the event is still free and it's going to be a lot of fun. With or without the code phrase. So, we will be there along with 10 other podcast groups and a bunch of other awesome folks. Late to the Station is going to be playing for us. Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations is going to be there playing for us. And a new band called The Gray. All those folks have been on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. So, if you want to hear from them uh, during one of their recordings, you can go back through our catalog and just look for the corresponding episode. Now, all the details for how to play the game are going to be in the show notes for this episode. The letter that Fort Worth Roots has is the letter H. And if you didn't understand everything I just said, that's okay. This will be in the show notes. All the podcasts that I listed off are going to be involved in this, and they all have their own letter. Um, I tried to make this as non-confusing as possible, but honestly, it's a lot. (laughs) At the end of the day, this is an effort to get every one of these podcasts involved with sharing the names and information of other awesome creators inside the Fort Worth uh, community that are making podcasts. So the game is there to be fun, but it is also an elaborate ploy to get you to go check out these other shows. And like I said, I tried to make this game easy to understand, but there's a lot of details for this. If you get confused and you have questions, you can hit me up, media at fortworthroots.com, and I'll be happy to answer them. And one more time, the the podcasts that are participating in the Fort Worth Podcast Scavenger Hunt are It's Probably You, The Funky Panther, The Jerry Jones Town Massacre, The Failed Podcast, Us, 
uh, Emo Otaku, Forever Reckless, Funky Town Podcast, Thanks for the Invite Podcast, Osos Colosos, and Fort Worth Famous. And shout out to all those dudes for jumping into this weird idea with me, but I thought we could have fun with it, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Now, if enough of you play this, we're going to continue to do this, not just Fort Worth Roots, but all of the podcasts that uh, I've included in this game, they're going to have access to to play this in the future for events that they're going to put on. And once you've collected probably about four or five of these letters, you're going to be able to guess it. But don't you dare cheat. You need to go and get the letters from the podcasts. Thank you. Shout out to our sponsors, Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can go to roofingsolutionshouk.com. That's H-O-U-K.com. That will be in the show notes. If you go to their website, it says Roofing Solutions can help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck is locally owned and operated. We are insured and have the experience to carry out most roofing projects. Now, we're only looking for the best in each industry whenever we start accepting people as uh, sponsors for the Fort Worth Roots podcast. So I did my homework. These people are the ones you want to deal with whenever you're getting a roof put on. Roofing Solutions is an established company with over 30 years of experience. Darren Houck has been an award-winning leader in the roofing industry for over 30 years. Many roofing companies just pop up after a storm hits the neighborhood. These companies often have little or no experience solving roofing problems. At Roofing Solutions, we help you find the right solution for your needs. Roofing Solutions can help you work with your insurance insurance company and if you ever have any issues with your roof and you will because you live in north texas and this is the worst place you could possibly have a roof hail damage and high temperatures seriously high winds you know the deal you live here you have a roof anyway it's going to happen eventually so make sure that you keep darren Houck's information and if you ever forget you can just pull up the fort worth roots podcast and i'll have his information there for you but the phone number is 817-882-6520 darren will actually send somebody out to do a roof inspection for you to see what kind of state your roof is in be an excellent opportunity for them to stop by introduce themselves and just make sure there's not something going on up there that you're unaware of 817-882-6520 our next sponsor hauk walker originals you can find them at haukwalker.com and when you go to halkwalker.com, you're going to find special, unique products for every occasion. If you're looking for an exceptional custom gift idea for anybody in your family, somebody that you love, you need to go check this out. The thing that I'm obsessed with right now on their website are their pins, because I've seen one of these, I've held it in my hand, and it's incredible. Why am I talking about pens? Well, you're just going to have to go check it out yourself. They actually came out to our informal event out there at Pouring Glory whenever all the podcasters met up to talk about the scavenger hunt, and... Angela Walker and David had brought out some tumblers, some custom tumblers, and they can do this kind of stuff for you too. They take the tumbler, they put your design on it, it looks awesome, it's custom. A wedding or a party or just a gift idea for somebody that you care about, this is where you'd go to get that done. Go take a look at what they got, halkwalker.com. Shout out to our friends at Woodpost Metalworks. You can find all their information at woodpostmetalworks.com and now you get 10% off just, just because you were here. How about that? Just because you were listening to this podcast, now you get 10% off at checkout. Use the code PODCAST817 to get your 10% discount. Woodpost Metalworks specializes in metal signs with or without LED backing, fence or gate repair, and installation. 
light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. Go check out their website. You'll see home decor, metal fabrication. You'll see a lot of signs for businesses. That seems to be something that's real popular. But they've got some grills, these custom smoke pits or fire pits, whatever you call them. And I know that if you go and you check out their website at woodpostmetalworks.com, you'll be using your 10% code today. Because even if you don't buy something for yourself, you're going to see some gift ideas for some loved ones that you just can't leave on the table. One more time, that's woodpostmetalworks.com. Our guest today is a freelance music writer at Dallas Observer. He's also a freelance writer and photographer for the Fort Worth Weekly. You might not know his name, but you probably have seen some of his pictures and might have even read some of his stories. Uh, This guest was suggested to us by multiple members inside the music community here in Fort Worth. And so uh, he's a little bit of a legend, and I was excited to get him in front of the microphone. We did this recording in his uh, living room uh, at his house there in River Oaks. And uh, just a really chilled, laid-back dude, and I hope we get to have him on the show again. I do know that next time I go to a music venue, he's going to be one of the first people I look for when I walk in the door. Ladies and gentlemen, that's enough talking out of me. Thank you all for being here, and give it up for our guest today, Johnny Govea. Yeah, ask me anything, we'll talk, it's cool. <laughs> I mean... Uh, well, I always start the podcast off with making sure I get the name right. Johnny okay. Govia? That's pretty much, that's how it is. Say, I it, think, how, say it how it really okay, is. Okay, it's, it's Johnny Govea. Govea, okay. Um, and that's why I do that, because I want to make sure I pronounce it right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the name is different because, you know, my family has a way of pronouncing it, and... Whenever I say it, they say yes, but at the same time, if I'm saying Govia or Govea, mm-hmm. with the Ia part, yeah, that's right, slight accent on that, I think. That's important. That's your name, right? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But my pin name is Juan R. Govia, so that's what publishes out. It's more professional, I think. Johnny's kind of my nickname. Okay. Oh, yeah. So whenever I see some of your art, either in uh, Fort Worth Weekly or the Dallas Observer, it's going to have Johnny R. No, I have Juan or, R. Juan R. Excuse me. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just it's my legal name, so I just yeah. stuck with that. Yeah. Perfect. But yeah. So all your friends call you Johnny. They do. There you go. And my Facebook is on um, is Johnny, and my my Instagram is a bit different. It's um, I mean it's Juan R. Govia. Uh, I think I have Johnny on there too, but my photo page is. Juan Argovia, but the hashtag and the tag is kind of funny because it's Juan to know and then Juan to know photography. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know why I stuck Juan to know when I first got Instagram. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's fun. And then, well, okay, yeah, it's kind of a play on words, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, okay, I kind of up. I don't know. I second guessed it since I started writing and doing stuff and people were getting to know me. It's kind of a funny thing. Yeah. It's all good, though. So currently you're a photographer and writer for The Observer, The Dallas Observer? Um, well, I'm more of a writer for The Observer. Okay. And I'm a, a, a music a photographer and writer for The Weekly, for right. Worth Weekly. Right. Um, I've written other articles that weren't a, that didn't pertain to music. It was uh, news stories. Um mm-hmm. I was taking photographs just for fun here in uh, the west side of Fort Worth off Las Vegas Trail area. Kind of, I think it's uh, 580 or something. So, um, yeah, I was taking pictures of the motel signs, those old uh, architecture there off that 
that whole street is like has old motels and kind of run down spots too. But the editor from the weekly noticed it, and he asked if I would be interested in writing a story to go along with it about uh, Las Vegas Trail, how it's become, what it's become, and you know it had a lot to do with crime and um, you know just the people that live there. And it's not a bad neighborhood at all. There's a lot of good people there. There's also a lot of crime too. But at the same time, it's it was a good story. Yeah. Um, the uh, co-editor thought it was really good. And he did, did a good job, and yeah, it's been working out so far. Um, so at the time, whenever they asked you to write that story, were you doing anything with Weekly? I was. Okay. I was a music writer. I've been a music writer for the Weekly um, since the pandemic started in 2020. I guess it was in the late summer of 2020, and I just pitched them a story, and I said, "Hey, um, I do. I know a little bit about music in Fort Worth from." A zine that I've put together for a couple of years, and Anthony said, "Yeah, that's letter for the weekly." Anthony Mariani, he said, "Yeah, go for it. It's fine." And um, you know, at the same time, unfortunately, one of their big writers for music, Steve Stewart, kind of signed off and said he wasn't going to write anymore for the music-wise. Um, mm. That's when everything was shutting down, and there were no bars to go to. But and people were still releasing music, so I kind of got a tip of the hat from the editor. Anthony and he said, "Well, if you want to continue writing more music, we're more than happy to take your pictures." And you know, it's been kind of going on since then. Um, see, the last story I wrote for the weekly was a music story, I believe. Well, it was a music concert review. Um, it was just a bit of words and mostly photos. Uh, it was Cameron Smith's um, Smile uh, live performance. And where was the live it was performance at? It was over at Maynard Southside. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a good venue. I that's like a, it. I, I, I spent a lot of time there. <laughs> it's, they, they're good people. Yeah, he's a good guy too. Um, There's too many names, man. I know. <laughs> it's, yes. it's hard for me. To, I forget people's names when I'm not, and I'm like, um, yeah, I'm Ryan, sorry. Ryan, we met before, yeah. and I'm like meeting you again. And I can't, <laughs> Ryan's I a good get, dude. We, Brian? we uh, Ryan at, oh, yeah. out at uh, Mass. Mm-hmm. Um, worked a lot with him trying to just streamline everything out there at Psychedelic Panther Festival. Oh. That's so cool. I got a I got a chance to kind of interact with him, and uh, anytime he needs a hand, I'm happy to help out because yeah. they they're great dudes. He's yeah, Ryan's really cool. Um, his wife, uh, gosh, I forget her name. <laughs> no, but she uh, runs um, Liberty Lounge. Okay, off of yeah. Jennings. Right. Um, that's across from Jenna Higgs. I'm trying to think of the there's other there's two other little establishments. Mm-hmm. Um, Low key, I think, is one okay. of them. Right across the street from it. I don't spend so much time at Liberty, the, at but... No, nah, I, I I drove by there today is the reason I, uh, I remember, but that's kind of a popping little spot right there. Oh, cool. Yeah. I have to check it out. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, probably been about a year and a half since I went through a low key, if that's even what it's still called. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a... There's so many fun spots in Fort Worth that kind of... Yeah. You know, Magnolia is kind of the big one, I always thought. And then there's West 7th where the clubs are and... Uh, there's stuff happening and I just I mean I think everybody especially the young kids uh, or not kids but young adults they like going to the clubs yeah and you know it's DJ playing some good music and you know uh, when you see the crowds at live venues for local shows you know they got good crowds um, but I think it, 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 there could be more you know yeah. Um, music-wise in Fort Worth. Well, music really ties our community together because we do have these little eclectic 
communities all over Fort Worth. You know, you've got the West 7th area. You've got the uh, uh, near South Side area. All these other little pockets all over Fort Worth. But mm-hmm. the music scene really ties it all together. Because you might see Joe Savage <laughs> out there in Saginaw one uh, Tuesday. And then you might catch him Saturday playing at a Tim, Tim Love place uh, over there close to TCU. Oh, yeah. They are all they go all over. I love Joe, too. He's a good guy. Joe Savage is one of my faves. Uh, he's, yeah. he's, he, <laughs> he lives. He does this uh, the most incredible things. Um he took that trip to Spain recently. Yeah, or a just got, ago. Just got yeah. back a couple months ago. Yeah. yeah. Did you have him on the podcast? I thought you did. Yeah, or? he's been on twice, and oh, uh, no, he no. actually sent me a postcard from Spain. Oh, he gave me a postcard, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're postcard cool. buddies. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're Joe Savage postcard buddies. I was so surprised <laughs> when I got that in the mail. I was like, what is that? I, I, I turned it around, and it said something like a salute or something and and then he wrote down and joe savage i was like oh wow that was the coolest thing right? yeah, yeah yeah i haven't even had a chance to thank him yet uh, oh. i've talked to him a couple times and both times i've forgotten to say thank you but uh what a cool feeling to get a postcard from spain right <laughs> yeah that is cool yeah I thought that was but he, i mean his is is uh his last name is very fitting he is a savage 500 uh, mile walk across spain mm-hmm. what kind of human does that i don't know <laughs> i just I, it's beyond me he i don't i don't think i could i remember i wrote a story about it the one he did uh oh gosh i think it was 2000 i think it was last year in the summer or maybe the year before but yeah, that was a whole piece I wrote for the weekly about his voyage, and I guess it was forty days that he spent in Spain traveling the coast. And I was yeah. like, "Wow, that's some intense stuff." Yeah. Uh, well, back. I can't wait to get him on the show again to talk about that trip. And um, you know, I think he'd been back in country for maybe a week, and I was like, "Joe, you." gotta come talk to me about that trip man yeah. he's like well let me i'm still kind of unpacking it you know he wanted okay. some time to sit with it and really think about his trip and i mean he's still releasing those journal entries oh yeah that every cool. uh, every week i think he's got a new journal entry i haven't really looked into that but i noticed i noticed it and it is a journal entry log uh-huh. that he's yeah. posting on facebook so but he's so he is literally still unpacking that trip <laughs> i mean it uh, what what a voyage i mean what a excruciatingly long activity um you know physically but then also uh, i mean on a emotional spiritual whatever you want to call it level there's there's got to be a lot there that he experienced and you know just having time away from work and the, the busyness of life and to be in a country with that much beauty and surrounded by people that are all kind of singular singularly focused on you know betterment of oneself i guess because this the uh, uh El Camino del mm-hmm. de Santiago. Oh, I'm saying that that's right. Pretty, that's pretty. That's pretty close. close. <laughs> I can't really remember it, but that was. But, pretty it, but close. it's all about leaving where you live mm-hmm. and walking towards, I guess, uh, in in the way of uh, Saint James. Yeah. Uh, which is supposed to be a, a mission of self reflection, I think. So, mm-hmm. so that in, I guess, just by the nature of it, there's got to be a lot of uh, stuff to unpack there. So. Oh, I believe. I believe it. Uh, I mean. I mean, a spiritual journey. I've, I've never really gone on a spiritual journey, but something like that is impressive for Joe. I, it's really cool. As soon as he told, because I think the first episode he was on with me, we talked about it. And I'm okay. like, Joe, I want to do this with you. No that way. That would be so cool. You should do it. Johnny, you should do it too. 
forget what's all <laughs> We'll get some real good shoes, bro. Oh, okay. I, I, can, I can probably tough it out. <laughs> I can probably tough it out. Well, we got an expert, too, because Joe, oh, like, yeah. Joe has done this, and he left the country with a new set of shoes. <laughs> and he was, you know, he was pretty excited about these new shoes. So we'll have to get a full report on whether okay. or not those shoes worked out for him. We'll have to talk him into it. He'll probably be more than happy for us to come along. That would be something else, though, wouldn't it? I just Oh, God, yes. 40 days just walking the uh, it's a lot in the towns I bet are beautiful oh yeah yeah wow. he was he was you know posting pictures mm-hmm. every day and I mean some of the most beautiful countryside you've ever seen yeah it's good stuff it's yeah. traveling uh, I don't yeah. know if that that walk would really be meant to be done as a group though that seems okay. like kind of a singular activity right I guess you're right I don't know I mean, so maybe we could all pick a different corner of Spain <laughs> and meet in the middle. That'd be cool. I'll be at the bar at one of the town. <laughs> right, right, right. Calling, calling a cab for that last hundred miles. For yeah. real. <laughs> I would pull something like that. One. So okay, Johnny, I'll see you. <laughs> was, uh, so Johnny was working for uh, Fort Worth Weekly, kind of your first introduction into music? No. Um, I mean, I had a whole zine. You might have heard of that. The whole in Lakaya zine. Is, um, it, is this your band? No, it's a it's a it's like a zine. Um, an under it's like a magazine, but you know DIY. Okay. Um, yeah, and it, it's talk. It was mostly focusing on the underground uh, music and art in North Texas. So, um, gosh, here we go. So this is a self-published magazine that you distributed yourself. Yes. Okay. And it was like a little. It was, I mean, it looked like the Fort Worth Weekly, but. Yeah. It, the paper wise in size right um so yeah i put that out uh, i started that in 2016 and um you know i was just looking facebook networking and uh you know going to shows taking pictures uh seeing what's new in the weekly news or any publication music wise and i would go out to these shows and meet these bands and just take photos and Post them on the zine and the Kai zine's uh, Instagram or uh, Facebook page, and um, I would give them a call and say, "I heard you had new music out," and uh, I'd message them on Facebook first. Then we'd have an interview about it, and I'd write a brief about it or however long it is, and I'd put it up on the um, website for In the Kai, um, and then I'd design the paper from experience working in newsrooms um, back. I guess in mid two thousand late two thousands, mm-hmm. two thousand fourteen I guess, uh fifteen era. Uh so I had experience designing uh pages with uh, just Adobe um InDesign. And so I would I thought about it and I was already doing some work designing another publication. Uh they're called Ola Texas now, it's something else. But uh yeah, so I was working on trying to get this zine out and I was like, Well how many pages do I want? And does it depend? And it's going to cost money, so I need advertisers. So the first couple issues were just me and um, writing, and sometimes I'd have someone help. But I guess the first two years, 2016 and 17, maybe into 18, I would just write about new um, music coming out and labels and, you know, which record label in Fort Worth, Dreamy Life, or... You know, I would interview the bands through the phone or the artists through the phone and uh, record it all and just write out. And when it got to publishing, uh, after I designed the pages, I would send it off to a local, um, 
I was living in Granbury, Texas at the time, so they had a printing press, and I sent, sent, sent it to them through an email, and we'd work out the kinks, and they'd print out a thousand copies, and I'd pay for them and pick them up, and then drive you to Fort Worth, and I'd drop them off at the chat room, I dropped them off at uh, Main at Southside, I dropped them off at the Dreamy Life, um, Docs Records, uh, and some places in Arlington too, so everybody had their stack. Sure. They had a couple stands too, but... Um, and would you do this monthly or... It was monthly. Damn. Well, I had nothing much to do. That I was seems working. like a lot of work. <laughs> I was living with my folks at the time, and I was going through some rough spots, and um, so after work... keeping you busy and... Yeah. And doing work for the other publication, and uh, so I just had a lot of time, and I had my computer, and I was just, I'm just going to cover music and art in Fort Worth and Dallas and Arlington and Denton, and I met a lot of interesting people during that. Um, yeah. I'm still friends with a lot of them. Um, and you continue to meet more artists now that you're with Weekly and taking fo- photos and writing for them and, mm-hmm. and yeah. all that. Yeah, it's it's a lot of the different bands come out and I see them and then some touring bands um would play with some of the local bands and you know you get to see them and um yeah, it's a lot of fun I guess and it's also you I mean you put yourself out there yeah and people see that and you're like what is this about and that's why we're sitting here oh well yeah because you've put yourself out there uh, you've made well, a name for yourself I I I would like I mean. I'm trying to humble myself as best I can. Um, I don't really want to be the public figure type because, I mean, they've already got the, Fort got that covered. Tony Green's yeah. doing a fabulous job. And, uh, you know, my good friend, um, Susie Ramon, um, she's on a couple of pod- She hosts a podcast, um, uh, Texas, oh gosh, what's it called? Fort Worth Locals or something like that. Okay. And then the Jerry Jones Town Massacre podcast. Uh, I know a couple of them dudes. Yeah, they're good guys. Yeah. They're fun. Um, Susie's kind of in with him. She was part of the show, and then she's back and forth. I guess I don't know. You have to ask her. But yeah, um, yeah, I met a lot of interesting, fun people, and uh, just going to shows and seeing the same groups and same people at the same shows, and you talk to them, and you become friends. Um, gosh, I've known Susie for a while. She's my bestie. Yeah. <laughs> she likes to call me best. That's cool. Uh, yeah, she's a cool chick. She's a lot of fun too, and she knows a lot about music and. Um, the local music, anyway, and uh, you know she had um, a bit for the Pirate Fort Worth when it was going on. Did uh, you say Pirate Fort Worth? Pirate, yeah, the Pirate. It was a hmm. Fort uh, Fort Worth underground local radio station, and it really was a decent, you know, radio station. You know? What did it play on? Got it. I can't remember what the, what it was. That the, must have flown under my radar. Oh, they're not together anymore. They sure. kind of they kind of stopped playing music. Um, I guess it was pandemic t- era, and then they couldn't keep it up. Um, mm. Yeah, they had Matthew on there with the Matthew show for a bit. Uh, it was the pirate, yeah. And um, I was doing a little bit of work with ticket subs on working with them. Uh, it was a concert review, a ten hour bit, oh, ten minute bit. Sorry. Not Damn. 10 hours. God, it was okay. 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's too much. Uh, so it was a 10-minute bit, and I was was hosting it with um, a few friends. I started off hosting it with um, Dreamy Life's uh, Jim Valet. Uh, so it'd be me and him, and we'd have mics like this and stuff on, and, uh, on the show. And uh, we would just talk about the shows we saw that past weekend, and uh, it ran every two weeks. It was fun. I just couldn't do it all the time, you know, so yeah. I kind of 
dropped it. But Susie was doing the same work like I was saying, and she had like a shows of the week or something. So she'd say who's playing, when, and where that weekend, and uh, that was a cool bit for her. And um, you know, I believe the people that were running that was um, Sally, oh gosh, and her husband. And they both have experience in news journalism and radio. So they made a good team. Right. And so they were working together. I think it's Sally Rohde. And uh, her husband, who's so funny, mine. There's too many people to remember. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was a, it was a decent uh, like little local radio station. And yeah. It sucks to watch stuff like that peter out. We lost uh, a lot of really cool scenes from the COVID thing. But oh, I know. It is uh, encouraging to see the way... Some of it is kind of seemingly roaring back to life, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, e- even now, you know, here we are, middle of 2022, and we're still having little pockets of these COVID oh, I outbreaks. I mean, it's still going on. If you it's, turn on the TV yeah. or you listen to the radio or whatever, it seems like it's almost all been forgotten, but, you know, mm-hmm. there are still people getting sick from it. Um, a friend of mine who I will leave, leave nameless... <laughs> Uh, she's a nurse, and I uh, can't remember which one of the hospitals around here she works at, but she got diagnosed with influenza and COVID about two weeks ago. Oh, no. Um, all at the same time. Damn. You know? So, oh, I mean, it's man. like, okay, you know, everybody's out doing their Whoa. thing. Looks like life is normal now, but mm. that is still a threat. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, it's scary because, you know, people, like, we go to shows, and like, you and me, we go out in public and... I guess more than all, more than another person, any other sure. person going yeah. to shows in large crowds, and mm. seeing and meeting people, functions or whatever. We're high risk. Yeah, <laughs> we really are. <laughs> I mean, I've kind of noticed that, and I'm like, well, I'm not. Gonna t- I'm going to take it easy this weekend and stay home. Maybe talk to some friends. Maybe have friends over. But well, I still keep my distance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, just, I, I don't put myself in the middle of things. Okay. And when I talk to people, I try to. <laughs> You know, this is, I can hear uh, you from here, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. I've definitely, I've always had a, like a, I, I feel like a, a bigger personal bubble requirement than most people, but, you know, I'm, I, now oh. after COVID, it's increased by a couple of feet, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude, but I can smell uh, your breath from here. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. I get that. And it's weird. Like for me, I, I guess I'll go out and someone will see me and they want to hug because I'm a hugger. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. No, 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 no. I'm going to have to bathe myself in Purell after this. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, okay. Uh, Everybody's a sewer rat. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> It just sucks because you're at these shows and you want to hug all these people and you want right. to be close to you're people. You're there to be social. Yeah. And then, I mean, what you would, the mask helped, I, I think. I, mean, I had my mask that I would wear and, um, you know, some of the rules they came out with uh, where at the bars you could only, if you were sat at a spot, you could take your mask off. But if you're standing or if you're walking around, your mask has to be on. And, uh, yeah, I think that had, uh, that took Fort Worth to getting some use to because, the bartenders had to remind everybody, including me sometimes. I'd be talking and standing uh, with somebody who's sitting down, and, you know, one of the bartenders would come, Johnny, you need to put your mask on <laughs> or sit down, and then you can take it off. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Got it. And they know your name, so you know they're uh, serious. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're friends. I had to ask you, you, you brought up Dreamy Life Records uh, twice now. Is that... Uh, it's uh, three guys. Um, Cameron Smith. Okay. That um, sounds familiar. Is it? Well, he, he's he's a really good musician. He's yeah. been around with Dreaming Life for a good while. A couple okay. of 
maybe 10 or more years. You remember the other two? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim Valet. Um, his old DJ. He knows a lot about music. And uh, they're at the store. Uh, D- Cameron and um, Jim are at the store a lot. Uh, Robbie is also one of the owners, but he lives in Seattle. Oh, okay. He moved to Seattle not too long ago. Robbie Rucks. Okay. And, uh, yeah, uh, him and his wife just moved and said, yeah, Dreaming Life, kind of cool. Maybe we'll meet halfway from touring bands and travel and play some music one and then hit up Fort Worth again. But, uh, yeah, Dreaming Life's a good, a good label. I'm fascinated with studios because one of the first times I really got invited to a serious uh, music situation was uh, Orb Recording Studios in Austin. Oh, cool. And when I walked into that thing, I was like, man, this is a mecca of creativity. This is this is a palace of invention. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. just, it felt like a, I don't know, it just felt special, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um, I am blanking on the name. Uh, uh, Joe. Okay, is it local? Yeah. Okay, Joe. Savage? Oh, no, we did that already. Um, he, he, oh, is Cloudland. He, is he, oh, Cloudland. Joe. Joe um, Tacky. Joe Tacky. Yeah. Has got Cloudland. That's him. And um, that studio is the, f- I think that's the first one I've been in since I got back to Fort Worth from Austin. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just so nice to, to be back in a studio, mm-hmm. you know, with all the sliders <laughs> and the soundboards and the gizmos and the doohickeys. And, uh-huh. you know, I don't know what any of this stuff does. It's pure magic I mean, to yeah. me. No, I but <laughs> but it, it just, it feels so special. And then, and Joe is, uh, he's into um, analog yeah. So he tries to do, he's trying to keep that alive. It's a dying art. There's not a lot of people that do it. Um, and I thought that was really cool too. So okay. um, I, well, I just, I don't know. So I've always got questions when people bring up studios. I'm like, where's that one at? Oh, right on. <laughs> well, um, I guess, well, this is kind of different when there's a label and then a studio because the Dreaming Life label and the Cloudland um, studio, uh, recording um, studio we're kind of working together. That's why that sounds so damn familiar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so so Dreamy Life used to operate out of that studio, right? I believe they still sometimes do. Okay. I, um, I'm not for certain. I, I, yeah. I haven't asked them, but uh, when Joe, Joe bought the, stu- the record, Codland recording studio from, uh, I believe, Robbie Rux, who was the Dreamy Life guy, and because uh, he moved... And so I think Joe is pretty much, I think Britt Robichaud, another local who, I'm not pronouncing his name right, I think it's Robichaud. Well, he's Dreamy Life fam. Um, yeah, he did some recording for there too. Uh, Peter Rowenga has, I can't remember. I'm really bad at last names. It's rough, th- yeah. Is Peter Waringer. I always call him, I never really called him his last name, he's called him Peter. Yeah. But he, he did some work out of Cloudland too. And, uh, He's doing some recording stuff at, um, I think it's The Cove. Okay. Um, and that's a studio, but he's working with a lot of locals. Um, he's in uh, Denver Williams' band, uh, Denver Williams' The Gas Money, and he helped record that album. He's doing a lot of good work. And um, he'd be kind of cool to have on your podcast. Yeah, and I could mention some people, but yeah, uh, give me a list. <laughs> I've, I've got uh, I've, I've got like a ten person list from 
50 different people, but oh, I'm, wow. I'm going to get to all of them. Oh, for sure. It's just going to take a minute. Oh, I got you. Man, <laughs> and you're some doing people, a good job, though. <laughs> I, I mean, you're always, I mean, it's nonstop. You have a new episode up, I guess, almost every all the Monday. Time. Every Monday, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, whenever my schedule will allow for it, I sit down and I do as many recordings as I can. And then I try to release two every week for like an extended period of time. Okay. I call it clearing the backlog, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just there's so much talent here, and um, we have a real opportunity in Fort Worth with the podcast community and individuals like Johnny that uh. go out there and <laughs> write these stories. It's it's the connecting fibers that bring our city together. You know, you've got your musicians and your artists and your um, uh, comedians and uh, uh, yeah. all these people that are out there creating something, <laughs> and you know. They don't have the money to get their message out there. I know. But here we are doing what you do mm -hmm. and, and then the podcasting thing on the fringe side of it. Um, but this connects the community. Otherwise, these people, it's hard. I mean, how, how are they going to get their voice out? Yeah, right. So, I mean, but the, the reward for myself, and I think you nailed it earlier, is that we've kind of been brought in as honorary guests of that community you know okay and uh oh, yeah i mean I, I i try to humble myself as much as possible but i mean i, I know people and I like yeah. i like meeting new people and talking with them a journalist so but you're you're just as essential um, as as, w as what's you, going on you. with the other side of the community the musicians and the artists they have got to have a way to get their word out to get their art to mm -hmm. the public and that's the same for you, you know? yeah and I'm, I'm starting to see that now yeah you know, this was always just going to be a thing that I did and now it's, oh, wow. it's, it's turning into wow I know people and yeah. when I when I go to <laughs> festivals and things oh wow people know me too see yeah. you know? <laughs> and you don't know who they are I mean, I mean sometimes people come up to me and shake my hand I'm like um, remind me who you are again. Right, yeah. And they know me from social media and so right. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's different. They're very yeah. active on social media. Oh god, I'm a ham. <laughs> I'll post the stupidest stuff, I swear. I love it. I, I mean I want people to laugh on there and I'm <laughs> I see something funny. I'll, I'll, oh you gotta see this. It spells yeah. this. Yeah. Um I think mine looks a lot like yours. Okay. <laughs> I knew we would get along because oh, you good. know that that's really all social media should be used for is just telling <laughs> telling jokes. I know. Keep the bullshit out of there. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Uh, oh, but I mean, I've, I mean, you got to be careful on social media too, because you don't want to upset the wrong person. And I had an incident that happened to me last night where I was, I was talking to somebody that was wanting to know more about something, and I said it was music stuff. And I, I, I felt so upset at myself. I said, well, you know, if you're asking social media, I hope it helps. But there's a lot of other people, photographers and journalists that. You know, we try to help too, and we will help you. But you know, gotta get out there, and yeah. you gotta talk to these people. And if you're gonna do that, then you know, you gotta hit the streets and take your camera and tag the bands and make something of it. If you have a media outlet already, that's great. And there are a couple underground outlets that will also hire you too. And um, yeah. pay probably wouldn't be that much, but being putting yourself out there, they can help. Um, oh. I can name a few. Uh, I have an article coming out in Lone Sound magazine. Lonesome? Lone Sound. Lone Sound, Lone Sound. okay. Yeah. And um, When will it be out? Well, they're still trying to get the publication together. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of DIY, I guess. Um, I turned in my story like two weeks ago or last week, I believe. It was kind of earlier last week. Oh, yeah. It could be a couple of months then, huh? Well, Especially the deadline kind of extended from, I guess, 
July 5th to now and haven't not heard anything back. Yeah. But uh, the editor is um, Jamie. I think it's Polito. Um, out of Fort Worth? I think she's Dallas. Okay. So, yeah, I think she's Dallas. She's working with um, my photographer, Dallas friend, uh, Andrew Sherman, who shoots photos for Dallas Observer concert photography for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, um, so um, they're working together as like a team. And um, I was talking to Jamie one time on social media, on like Messenger. And so well, I have a story that I wrote for the Observer, but I switched it around and wanted to change it to make it two on two different topics. And um, it's coming out. It's This one is uh, about a concert photographer who was a, he was a kid going to shows back in the 70s. Okay. And he'd sneak in his Minolta camera. And he got the most amazing photos of bands like Sex Pistols, uh, I mean, Freddie Mercury, mm-hmm. all these, David Bowie, and he would sneak in his camera and just be right up front stage. And they were really good. Yeah. And so I spoke with him and I was like, man, we got to get a story about this. So I did an interview with him. The first one was uh, the Sex Pistols uh, final show in Dallas. I believe it's the Longhorn Ballroom way back in the day. And Curtis Smith, who's the guy that I wrote the story about, he had a whole, um, he had film photos that were amazing. And it was near the anniversary of that show. So the Dallas Observer editor was like, that would be a cool story. So um, she hit me up. She's like, hey, I want a story about that. Do an interview. I said, okay, I got you. And I did that. And I talked to him about all the concerts he photographed. There's a lot. Uh, but we focused on the Sex Pistols with this one. And he talked about um, everything that happened that night. And Well, it's on the Dallas Observer webpage, uh, online site, and uh, if you just search for it. But this what one... Would, what would they search if they wanted to find I it? I guess it would be um, like Last Night at the Longhorn Ballroom or Sex Pistols uh, Photographer Shoot. It's, it had taglines like Sex Pistols and Curtis Smith. Okay. Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S. Smith, SMIT. If I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, let's. Well, yeah. we got a lot of talk. Well, still, that'll work too. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <let> me, <laughs> that'd be cool. And um, so that was a really cool story because, um, uh, I mean, he was, uh, I guess he was 14 or 16 going to the show with his, with his older friends and his older family, brothers, and they got him in and they would have to sneak in sometimes. <laughs> so they'd sneak him in the back and, you know, he's got his cameras hiding under his jacket or something so he's set to take pictures of the sex pistols he got johnny rotten uh what is their names but i remember he got um most of the band members and the opening band too uh and i saw some photos I was like these are so cool so i did write it for for the dallas River, like i said and um the one for lone sound like we were talking about is going to be about all the concerts and some of the best moments he snapped when he was a teenager. With that same guy. With this, with Curtis Smith. So you yeah. Get the cool, you get the full scope, not that's, just the Sex Pistols. Right, right, right. Now, if they'd have caught him back then, they just they'd have grabbed that camera, they'd have smashed it to pieces. Yeah, they really would have. But he, it's so funny because he took this everywhere. He'd take it to huge. <laughs> and this is a big camera. It's a full body Minolta. Well, I guess it, it was a right? Minolta, and he would sneak it in and just <laughs> stick it up with the and just snap his photos from putting it on the air at the stage and there's videos of him on YouTube for that last Sex Pistols show um, when before you can see him in the crowd yeah before yeah you, before Sid Fages passed away 
and you could see his see this his hand up in the air <laughs> trying to take a photo. That's crazy. It's it's uh, it's pretty fun. Let's watch I'm it. I'm trying to picture wow. this 14 year old kid <laughs> carrying Long hair, carrying yeah. this massive camera. <laughs> well, I don't know. But I I it was a little. I guess he said it was a like a pocket size. I don't know how big. That oh, okay. Was. I mean, it well, wasn't like possible. I don't know. Possibly. But he could not, they did, would not let him take it, anybody, let anybody take it in a camera, so he right. had to sneak it in. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, I, I saw a picture of you not too far back on your Facebook feed with the Minolta. Is that is that your go-to uh, well, film camera? I, I have a couple cameras. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you shoot a lot in film? I've, I have for about a year. Um, I like it, and I enjoy it. Yeah. And, um, you can do some interesting stuff with film. Um, stuff that you can't do with digital? Well, digital's easy. I mean, you right, can take a picture right. of anything and edit it. Right. I kind of right. like the nostalgia of yeah, film because yeah. you have a role, you have to shoot it and 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 you know put everything together, whatnot, lenses, and then you have to wait until they come out and see how they look. Yeah. And it's 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 the anticipation of it is I like. I know. Yeah. I, well, and I say I know. Like, I'm not a photographer, but oh, I, I remember that feeling. You know, whenever you would. Uh, wait for a roll of film to get developed, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes you would hang on to that roll going, oh, man, these are going <laughs> to... I hope these turn out good because we uh-huh. saw some cool stuff, right? And you took pictures, uh-huh. and now you got the roll. Now you got to wait to develop it, and then whenever you give it to mm. them, and, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, maybe it's one-hour photo. One-hour oh, yeah. photo was never one-hour photo. It was like <laughs> maybe the next day if you were lucky. Oh, cool. But, yeah. you know, you get finally get those back, and then they'd hand you your envelope, and... It's mm-hmm. like opening a Christmas present. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think film is really coming back. Um, no one makes it anymore, right? There, well, How do you even find film? Yes. It's, there's Photoshop. So you can go to Fort Worth Camera and they'll sell a bit. But there's a really great spot in Fort Worth called... First, they were called Fort Worth Photo Lab. The building okay, is yeah. on Cambui. Uh-huh. And uh, it says Fort Worth, film, Fort Worth Photo Lab. But they changed their name to Legacy Photo Lab. Oh. And that... I love that. Those guys are great. They're like local uh, film celebrities that work there. And, you know, they post a photo they took on an ancient camera that looks beautiful. And, you know, they'll post it on Instagram and 100 likes right away. And it's just, they're so good. I love it. They're, <laughs> they're really cool guys. And um, and they, it's just a whole community because every once in a while they'll go on photo shoots during the weekend and they'll post the the event um you know on instagram and invite people out and they'll just walk around and help each other out for shooting photos that's really cool it's really cool i mean i think really know what they're doing too you can learn a lot you got to with with film right because Mm -hmm. you don't get the uh, gratification of having it pop right back up on a display (laughs) yeah right well um they have some now that will do that where you where you do have the digital display well i'm not too sure i mean i think there are um it would make sense, but I've just never seen it. I mean, I think so. I don't know. Because my, my first camera was a, um, not Canon, the other one. Nikon? Nikon. I, had, I bought a Nikon kit, and it's just very sta- standard stuff. And the thing that that uh, got me to learn the camera was just taking a shit ton of pictures. Uh, <laughs> playing with the ISO and the shutter speed and everything, and just really understanding the camera. How did anybody ever figure out how to use those cameras before digital is beyond me because I, I never used uh, film other than watching my dad use film um, and then of course you know as kids we had the 
uh, disposable oh, wind yeah. and snap, you know, uh-huh. our version of the uh, <laughs> selfie. Right, you know, hey, I've got the disposable <laughs> cameras were great. And back then they were so cheap, you could pick one up for four or five bucks. Now they're like 20 something. Oh, yeah? They're expensive. If you can find them, okay. those disposable cameras are expensive. That's different. Well, yeah. the thing with film is I just recently found out that they'll have pocket cameras that um, point and shoot mm-hmm. and they take film, but they come out with the most amazing images and mm-hmm. they're good in low light too. And I've been wanting an Olympus, and I, I don't know too much about it, but I did a bit of research in different ISO film, and from Kodak or Fuji, um, you can get some great colors coming yeah. out of those. Yeah. And, you know, they're just point and shoot like a disposable camera, yeah. but you actually have to um, insert the film and uh, close it back up, and you're good to go. And, is um, it is it kind of is it a roll or is it like a Polaroid? It's like a thirty five millimeter roll. Okay, and, you take, yeah. and then you when you roll, when you're finished with the roll, you just reel it back up sure. and pop it out, yeah. and then develop it. Mm. But um, I was reading online, and yeah, film is just for is for a new generation of people um, that like to take photos. So uh, it's making a comeback. I like to think so, and you know, there's some really cool stuff you can come out with with different types of film in their ISO. Yeah. Um, and then there's some film that's super expensive that you can buy $75 a roll and you'll get the most amazing, brightest, like colored um, photos out of them. Yeah. And I've never really experienced it. I don't know where to find it, but I mean, you can order it online. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in shooting for film uh, on, you know, a mirror camera, Canon A1, Canon A1, or any type of film camera, I would say check out Legacy Photo Lab, Fort Worth Photo Lab. And did you uh, say they're still on Bowie? Camp Bowie? They're on Camp Bowie. Okay. Um, Joe Tacky, whenever we were talking about analog sound at uh, Cloudland, was, was trying to describe it to me as analog provides you with more warmth mm. to, the, to the sound. And I wonder if film is kind of like that in that regard. Like you get a, uh, a, a warmer feel to the picture. Maybe I get that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You would, and I mean, if nothing else, I could understand the the nostalgia behind film that would actually give you that implied mm-hmm. warmth. Maybe it's not something quantifiable. Maybe it is, but huh. even if it's not, yeah, you you could uh, you could say that just just the nostalgia of having it on film would would provide you with that extra warmth. I love that. And you're yeah. absolutely right because you, you kind of put those two together, and I had never really thought about that. But yeah, you're right. Um, it's a, well, so there's a photo um, rule. I, I guess for film is uh, best time to uh, shoot photos outside would be the golden hour. Right. It's right at sunset mm-hmm. uh, between. Like, I guess depending where you're at. I guess seven to eight or uh, maybe six to nine. Last uh, fifty nine minutes of the day. Uh, yeah, something Somewhere like that. There. Yeah, and it's you've got a nice warm setting. You know, you're outside. Sun is setting. Things aren't as bright. Right. Uh, depending on if it's cloudy or not. Sure, um, sure. And you can also shoot during the day with full sunlight and get some cool photos too. But everyone, I've, I mean, the phrase golden hour kind of took that into yeah. uh, the film world. You know, um, perfect lighting for outside shots of yeah. just buildings or something neat. Or, you know. mm-hmm. um, so I guess you, that kind of ties in with the whole warmth of and comparing the whole nostalgia of analog and film photography and uh, that whole 
Yeah, the nostalgia, like you said. Yeah, I get, that's kind. Of, I get that. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh. Um, you were mentioning analog. Um, I wrote a story uh, just past. It was the last story I wrote for the weekly, and um, it was over a rock band called Novocaine. Oh, okay. And uh, are they local? They're local. Yeah. I think weekly will only publish stuff from Fort Worth, Arlington, okay. maybe a little outskirts. Yeah. Um, yeah, these guys are local, uh, and uh, they're like a, they're, they got an Alice in Chains vibe. Okay. And that's kind of what they grew up on. Nice. And their brothers, um, and uh, their drummer is a friend of theirs that they've known since third grade, and they keep putting out music. But the last album they released was on Analog, mm-hmm. and they liked, and that's what it, they were kind of saying. They liked that whole nostalgic kind of you know feeling of music back then that they kind of would grow up on I guess yeah. at an early age mm-hmm. and uh, when you listen to it you kind of I mean I'm, I'm not too sure if I could tell the difference or if anybody really could but it just does kind of sound like that warmth that you were saying yeah. you know, like, and it's a great album you know they're good guys they're, they've been playing a lot of music and um, since I guess 2010 or whatnot. And uh, they really bring it on stage too. That's they've got a good stage performance. That's awesome. Yeah. And and they're gigging around here. I believe so. Yeah, I uh, don't think they have plans for tour. Um, yeah, they're local, and I don't know their next show honestly. But uh, I bet we could find them at Mass probably. Yeah, I bet you. Anything. That sounds like something that would hit Mass stage. More tulips. Yeah. You know, More tulips. Um, yeah. Lola's would probably have them. I bet they have have you too. caught a show out at Lola's yet? Man, I feel bad because I haven't. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I mean, I it's it's been open for a month now. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I went out and checked uh, Austin Mead out. Okay. That was incredible. Yeah. That dude's stage performance is next level. <laughs> that's, and cool. that, that's something that I really pay attention to because I can listen to your music online. Oh, but yeah. I love going to a show and just seeing these guys getting it. You That's know what fun. I mean? They really bring some good energy, man. Really? Yeah. yeah. His bass guitarist, his drummer, um, <laughs> and then you know Austin. He's he's a character, man. He's 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 bigger than life. Like he's just a he's a character. Cool. He doesn't even seem like a human. <laughs> the name rings a bell, but I kind of get. Like, well, I'd never heard of him, but a buddy of mine uh, brought him up. And he's like, you know who you should have on your show is Austin Mead. Oh, cool. And uh, I'm like, well, I'll check him out. And I listen to some of his music, and I'm like, this guy's pretty good. Cool. And he's got. It's so hard to put stuff into different categories right now. Like as far as like, what genre is that? I have no idea. Yeah, you're right. I can't even tell you what Austin Mead is. If I had to put him in anything, I'd say rock. Okay, cool. I would say rock. Cool. But somebody could fight me on that, and they'd probably be right. Uh, <laughs> it's all different sometimes. Like, I mean, you've got the singer-songwriters. Mm-hmm. They kind of have that acoustic playing, and uh, then you've got um, Outlaw Country. Right, and, right. And you've got Americana, and that's pretty much country, but kind of indie. It's, it's, it's kind of all over the place, but... Uh, you know, it, once you hear, I guess Americana is kind of like that, uh, the Vandaliers, or uh, they're, they're really big Americana band from Fort Worth, and uh, you've got um, other Americana bands, like, uh, oh, gosh, it's hard to tell these days, and I guess Dallas musicians that play that country rock, you know, mm-hmm. they'll play an acoustic guitar, but they'll still be singing, like, and screaming in the mic, Yeah, and, you know, they'll... I'll be dressed up in, you know, those hats, not cowboy hats, but the, the, the flat brim hats when they go out and <laughs> they got their vests and their their boots on and all this cool stuff hanging from like jewelry everywhere. <laughs> makes makes for a badass show. They, they're for their badasses. Yeah. I like the Vandaliers a lot. They're 
they've been around for a while and they're touring in overseas right now so you uh you, you're all over the place uh writing stories and taking pictures and yeah. you're, you're heavy into the music scene here in fort worth and in dallas it sounds like a little bit in dallas yeah. so i gotta ask you this and i know this is an uncomfortable question <laughs> but it, yet we gotta ask some of the hard questions um <laughs> Give give me two of your favorite venues. Like if you've got oh, somebody man. coming to Fort Worth for the first time, and they're like, "I want to see live music. Where are you going to take me? Okay. What's your first? What's your second? And you know, full apologies to everybody else because I'm putting Johnny on the spot. Thank you for that. <laughs> we, we love all wanna... the venues. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, well, okay, um, Fort Worth. I what I like to go to, and it seems some of the touring bands and some of the local bands play at are usually um you know they're not metal they're more like indie or punk sure and they'll play mostly at master tulips sure and you know, i think those two are the ones i'm usually at for catching a show right um tulips is a lot newer or is newer and has opened a little i guess it was the end of the pandemic kind of in late 2020 or early 2021 and they were having some um really cool events and they just kind of blew up with some of the shows and it mass is the same way too because they'll have touring acts that will sell out but they're like underground touring yeah, acts, yeah. music and indie that uh you don't necessarily hear on the radio but they're really good and yeah. they have a following um so yeah i guess i would say mass and tulips i would say lola's too but you know they they just moved yeah. and I haven't really gotten you haven't tasted that one yet. I haven't tasted that yeah. one. No. Well, I'm uh I'm proud of them for how well they put that place together. Like it's cool. it's great, and they took a lot of the artwork from the old Lolas and they put it in the new one. Um, you know renditions of it or not not copies, but I mean they they tried mm -hmm. to take the the spirit of the old Lolas and inject it into this nice pretty new <laughs> venue. And mm. for whatever it's worth, they tried. Um, I, I don't feel like it translated well. It doesn't feel anything like the old Lola's, but it is an incredible venue. Cool. I think they've got years of incredible uh, shows to put on there, lots of good times and memories to be made. So um, I, I think it was a smart move, whatever. I, I like it a lot. And there was so much room out there. My God. There is. Uh, I mean... Or is there? Yeah, uh, yeah. Austin uh, Mead probably... You know, he probably brought a hundred more people than he thought he would was going to. Cool. I would, it was a huge crowd, that's but awesome. it did not feel crowded. Okay. And that that's a now, man. They could they could do with another bathroom, because <laughs> you know how the old Lolas was like that too. There was oh, a one yeah. holer inside, right? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that now. They've got two in there. They got a, a two holer bathroom, but oh wow, it was the first time <laughs> I've ever seen a line out the men's. Bathroom. Oh no. I had women. Women were walking by, laughing at us. Like, how's it feel? We we're oh, like, ah. I'm sure they'll figure that out. It was probably one of the. They'll probably add another bathroom. I don't know. Hopefully, if it's that problem. Yeah. Well, but it's we'll funny see. though. Yeah. But it's beautiful, and oh, yeah. uh, I will be back. I will go back to Lola's to see more shows. I uh, can't wait to oh, to cool. see what else they got pumping out of there. But, um, yeah, I feel you on Mass. Um, for me, Mass has just the best vibe. It's it's chill. It's laid back. Everybody's mm -hmm. good people there. Yeah. Nobody's coming there to start shit. Yeah. And I, I don't know where in Fort Worth. Well, yes, I do. <laughs> Billy Bob's or oh, yeah. you know, there's there's some venues in town I won't go to, but Mass I mean, is is one I migrate to. If if somebody I know is playing at Mass, or even if it's somebody I haven't 
heard of yet. I'm I'm likely to go to that one. Definitely. Um, and then Tulips, man, I've only been there. Uh, yeah, I've only been there once okay. so far, and it was for Louapalooza. Oh, cool! Did you check that out, man? He was hitting me up, wanting me to go, to, wanting me to go and check it out. But you know, I was kind of. I think I don't remember what happened that night. I forgot, or I was reminded mm. last minute, and I was already doing something else. Yeah. So I couldn't make it, but it was cool. I would love to have Lou Charles on the Fort Worth Roots podcast I'll just to him. talk about how badass that was. That's cool. You that, should do it. That's the first hip-hop-centered event that I've been to in, in a while, and mm. it, it was great. <sighs> he, he had some incredible artists up there. Um, the energy in that place was at a 10. It, <sighs> it was just great. And oh, so for, for me, that being the first time I've been to Tulips, um, I was just blown away. Okay. And I, yeah. I, I like the venue. I'd, mm-hmm. uh, I'd have to go back to get a real read on the place. But okay. that particular event that Lou Charles put on was, mm-hmm. was great. It was yeah. perfect. Right I didn't on. get to stay for the whole thing. That's all good. Because I'd, I'd worked like a 15-hour shift that day. <laughs> oh, no. And I was just beat. So oh, I, I think well, I made it to about 11 o'clock. And uh, yeah. I want to say this dude's name is Brennan Cole. Uh, was first or second guy up on the stage and it was just it was nuts the, oh, cool. you know that stage presence that we've already uh-huh. talked about um, that guy's got it down that's awesome so uh, wow. I will definitely be back to that one so you're, you're, you're calling it right man those are some really good <laughs> venues there are some venues that I, I, um, I'm curious about the Real Club for instance I have not been there where's um, it at well they're down well they're in the West Side Fort Worth okay and um, see, they're off Altamir um, behind the shopping you know, malls, um, let's see, what was it called before? Well, it's been the Rail Club. Um, they usually do metal shows and rock shows. Oh, okay. uh, I think the owner kind of called it quits, and there was a big dispute during the pandemic where they wanted to stay open, and uh, they also didn't want to lose their liquor license. And uh, they, that's, it's just, they bring a lot, there's just troublesome things happen kind of but I don't want to throw them under the bus yeah. or anything I saw a lot of good shows at the Real Club I saw mostly punk shows I saw uh, the, the Dead Kennedys uh, there re- like a couple of years ago uh, but it was a different frontman it wasn't Jello Biafra it was uh, Skip Ron Skip Greer and it was a cool punk show um, and so they headlined and pretty packed for uh, for the Real Club and they've got some other bands that roll through I believe I just haven't kept up with him since since uh, the owner was kind of like he's done um but yeah uh real clubs decent venue I just they've gotten some bad raps sometimes yeah. but that'll uh, happen yeah they're good they're they're good venue um but I just don't go there that often um you know there's also bar venues like uh, bars that have a stage like Twilight Lounge I like Twilight mm-hmm. having some shows good vibe so yeah yeah I've seen uh Lindsay Hightower play there. Oh, cool. I've seen uh, the Traumatics um, with uh, Doc Rock. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I think that might be it. And then whoever was playing before or after them. But uh, I, I do like that place. Yeah. It's real yeah. nice. It's very, very laid back. It's got a really good green room, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me think. Um, I had a... They had a... I was there not too long ago selling prints at an auction. Mm-hmm. And so I had my photos up and... Uh, it was a really cool vibe. But people are really nice. But I haven't seen a show there. I don't, I don't think I have. And um, I've been wanting to catch a show, but they're kind of sporadic, I what think. What was the name? Uh, Twilight. I don't know. Oh, we're still talking about Twilight. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Twilight. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it was the same venue we're talking yeah. about. But okay. um, 
Yeah, they have a stage, but it's also a really nice bar. Yeah. And, it's, and, you, and when you move some things around, bands will play on the stage. And yeah. I just haven't really checked out a band yet, I don't think. I was really surprised because whenever... Um, the, the first time I went there was to see Lindsay Hightower, the Hightower band. And um, we got there before the band showed up. And I'm looking at this place and I'm going, where's the band supposed to play? <laughs> and then they got up there, they set up. And let me tell you something. I have never seen the sound guy so laser focused on his job. He spent 20 to 30 minutes going through levels, listening to stuff. He would stand at different corners of the room, play on his tablet, have them, you know, you know check mic one mic two whatever and i mean he spent a lot of time making sure that the sound was perfect oh cool. and then whenever they got started and everybody started piling from the green room and from outside and then more people started to show up that place filled up and wow. it it didn't feel crowded and it was great sound cool. and and so after seeing it uh, play out like that I'm like okay yeah no this is wonderful cool but whenever you walk in there and there's nobody <laughs> on the stage you're looking at that thing going nah I know nah is that is that it I kind of got that vibe too <laughs> but it's perfect I'd hang out there but it works yeah you know? it really does that's cool and if I if they lose that sound guy they gotta get another dude just as good because mm -hmm. that guy's on point wow that's cool I, I haven't met him I don't know his name but shout okay. out sound dude shout out I know I'm sound guy um, yeah, I guess we could keep talking about venues. Um, let's see here, uh, Fort Worth. Uh, you know, there's bars that'll just have a band come and play. A lot of good ones. Yeah, yeah. Boiled Owl. Um, Eagle's Point. Chat room sometimes. You've been to Eagle's Point? No. What's that? Uh, Joe Savage plays at okay. Eagle's Point up in, um, I want to say it's still <laughs> Saginaw. Oh. Um, and that's the main road that runs through there. I cannot, it might actually be Maine. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, it's called Eagle's Point. It's just inside uh, Saginaw, I believe, that is still Saginaw. And then there's another location down in Burleson, uh, Eagles Point. He plays at both. Oh, wow. So, but I believe you can catch him every Tuesday at the one out there in Saginaw. I know. Don't quote me on that. Oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but that, that's a cool little bar. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. New ownership. And uh, they've got a damn good menu. The food's incredible. Uh, and anybody that supports one of my musician friends is okay in my book so. cool right on yeah. um, I've been I feel so bad because I go I know there's venues and I haven't been to them yet and right now I'm juggling with wanting to go out at the same time with COVID but right. I need to go to McFly's have you not been to McFly's no oh dude okay it's right down the street <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and I was talking to my buddy Tommy <clears throat> Luke who who plays there every Tuesday night and he's like man you have not come to see me <laughs> And there's no excuse. I it's a, it's, a, it's a good place. Nice vibe. Uh, okay. they, they get all the, you know, Back to the Future stuff yeah. on the walls. And you'll you'll get a laugh out of a lot of the custom stuff that they've had painted on oh, cool. uh, the walls and the bathroom doors and things <laughs> like that. They they put a lot of work into that place. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I haven't met the owner, but I hear a lot of nice things. Like, he's he's been inside the Fort Worth community for a while, and mm -hmm. he's done other things, and I don't know what, but... Um, yeah. People talk highly of him. So it's, is his it's name Casey? That is it. Yeah, Casey. I can't Anik. remember his last name. Can't remember either. Yeah, I mean, I know of him, mm -hmm. and I know he that he pro that he owns that one and opened it. Uh, I just got. I got to get out there. Yeah, I want to check it out. I just sometimes I don't want to go alone because I don't want to talk to. You. Well, hit me up anytime. I mean, and I, you know, I I told you here pretty soon I'll be moving just down the street from. Oh yeah. So we'll be close. We'll be and I'll I'll go with you to McFly's or yeah. Boulevard Brew anytime. 
I for sure. Have you been to Boulevard Brew yet? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, I yeah. got with Boulevard Brew. I can't miss that one. <laughs> that's uh, really close to you. I know it's walking distance. Is it really? Well, I could walk. Yeah. I'll walk. Shh, heat, not in this though, heat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drive. I'll drive a few blocks and park and be like, hey. Yeah. And my coffee. I'm looking smart. So <laughs> shout shout out to them. Um, yeah. They've got a dude in the kitchen. His name is Chef Carey. Okay. And this dude is cooking up little pieces of heaven <sighs> in this little kitchen. That's part of the Purple Lounge slash Boulevard Brew. Mm-hmm. Um, his oh. hamburgers are incredible. They got, that sounds like a, he, he's got yeah. a soup of the day. Oh. He, he's got all sorts of stuff. Like I, I should have a menu in front of me just so I could help promote those guys. But good mm-hmm. stuff, really good stuff. Yeah. And uh, Chef Carey is a really, really nice dude. Cool. So they have a full menu. They got a full menu. They've got beer on tap. Uh, oh. That's they got the. I think they have the mosaic. They either have the mosaic IPA. Oh, on cool. tap or they have the deep elm okay. IPA one of the two those are two of my faves yeah I'm an IPA guy too yeah I try not to get too adventurous with those IPAs because oh. every once in a while you'll get bit by a nasty <laughs> one you're like oh god uh-huh. this is terrible well uh, Johnny we're an hour into it oh, before wow. we get out I know right that was fast isn't that crazy <laughs> so I, I have people sit down with me sometimes and I've gotten I've gotten 20 minutes into an interview before and somebody's like are we gonna record yet or when, do you, when did you want to start recording I'm like oh no we see I knew you were doing I said we're talking already so it's probably already on so oh, let's yeah. just go yeah. <laughs> it's cool I know well man I, it's not yeah. lost on me that you didn't have to do this so thank you so much for oh, your man. time thank you and Johnny um uh, thank you for what you're doing for our music community and just uh, your work with Fort Worth Weekly and your work with the Dubs Observer. Uh, it's people like you that are enriching our community. So thank you so oh, much. Man. Thank, that's and, so uh, nice of you to say. I, I mean it. I mean it. I truly do. And, um, you know, other people are the ones that cued me up on you. Like people mm-hmm. told me about you. So oh, you don't have right. to like it, but you're a little bit of a <laughs> Fort Worth celebrity. Uh, I know. <laughs> There's people listening right now going, uh-huh, uh, shaking no. their heads. They tell me that sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, you guys. I mean, you know me, and we're friends, and I mean, thanks for the recognition. I, I mean, thank you. I just I don't like to flaunt it too much. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah. But it, it's an important role that you've stepped into uh, unintentionally, and, and oh. you just got to keep doing it, man. Mm-hmm. And your, your, your photographs, your, your art, your pictures, uh, however you want to call it, um, are incredible. You, oh. you, you've got a talent that uh, I, I walked in and I saw this picture that he's got on the wall uh, that you took at the Jazz Lounge down Scat, there yeah. across from, oh, Scat Lounge? It's Scat, but Jazz Lounge, yeah. Yeah, uh, right across from uh, Sundance Square. Uh-huh. And uh, he's got the two buildings in frame on the left and right and it's just, it's such a perfect shot and uh, oh. grabbed my attention immediately. I was like, did you take that? That's and a of film course photograph. He did. That's a film one? That's a film That's photograph. awesome. If you have a digital copy of that, I'd like to put it on the uh, sure. on, on the episode for the YouTube for version. Sure. Yeah. In fact, anything you want to share with the people that are watching the YouTube version, if you'll email it to me, I'll share that email with you and then I'll, I'll put it in your video and just kind of okay. showcase some of your art. Oh man, that so, would work. Thank any, you. Anytime you'd like to be back on the Fort Worth Roots podcast for any reason, let me know. Oh my um, Like I said, I'll be right up the street. Yeah. Um, we could we can take this anywhere. We could go. <laughs> yeah. We could go to McFly's and do an episode. Oh, that'd and be they, fun. And they can't stop us either. I just need one one, <laughs> one plug in. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> They'll be like, "Can I get you a drink?" Yeah. You know. <laughs> but don't talk too loud when you come by, ma'am, because we're we're, yeah. we're doing work. This here. is work. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Uh, um, where can everybody find your uh, your art if they want to um, locate you? I know you got IG, and I'll share those links. Is there uh, it, wh- sure. what's the go to? 
Um, okay, well, if you want to look at my photography, which I actually would like more people to, okay. um, I'm on Instagram at uh, Juan to Know Photography, uh, spelled out as J U A N T O K N O W Photography at the end. So. Nice. And then my blog page is it's kind of photos too and other stuff I'll pr- put up, and uh, that's Juan to Know. So you've got one to know, and then you've got the photo page, one to know photography. Perfect. So, well, yeah. they'll, they'll both be in the show notes. And uh, whenever we get ready to release this episode, if you'd share this with your friends, we'd be oh, honored. Oh, man. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. All right, Johnny. Oh, man, thank you dude. so much, man. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. This and has been a good one. I like I'll, uh, it. And, and we can do more. Okay. So I'll, yeah. hit the, uh, I'll hit the exit music, and we'll say goodbye to our friends at Fort Worth oh, Riggs. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Johnny Govea, thank you for being part of the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. Folks, go check him out on Instagram, Juan to Know, J-U-A-N-T-O-K-N-O-W, Juan to Know, or Juan to Know Photography on Instagram. He wants you to go check out his art. He's an extremely talented photographer. He's just a really, really sincerely nice dude, and it's one of the reasons I continue to do the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. It's because I get to meet people like Johnny. Johnny is a good dude. Anyway, go check out his artwork, and don't forget about the scavenger hunt. The September 10th event out at Pouring Glory is open to the public. You don't have to play the game if you don't want to, but this is an opportunity for you to go out and see the other awesome podcasters inside the Fort Worth community. So check that out. All the details for the scavenger hunt are in the show notes for you to look at. And if you have any questions, because it can, I think there's so many moving pieces, it could get confusing. So if there's any issues with the game, just email me, media at fortworthroots.com. I'm happy to answer any questions. And, um, you know, like I said, you don't have to play the game, but I'd like you to play the game. And if we get a substantial number of people playing the game, we're going to do this again in the future. It's not going to be the Fort Worth Roots putting it on. It's going to be people like It's Probably You, The Funky Panther, The Jerry Jonestown Massacre, our friends over at Fort Worth Famous, Osos Colosos. All these people are going to have access to this game, and uh, it'll just be a great way to connect the podcast and continue to do cool stuff for you peoples. So, Anyway, I don't know if you've been to an event yet with our local podcast community, but these people are awesome. It's just a room full of good intentions and sincere, awesome people. So, anyway, they're going to be there September 10th at the event, Pouring Glory. you got to come. Go ahead and put it on your schedule. What else? Our sponsors, Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck, is the person that you got to call if you're having any issues with your roof. Now, right now, there's hopefully no hail coming anytime soon, but this high temperatures can pay, play hell on your roof also. So, not a bad time to get Roofing Solutions to come out there and just take a look. You've got silicone caulking around nail heads and vents and things like that and uh, the, the flashing around your chimney. And if that stuff gets sun damaged and starts cracking, that's a spot for a leak to form. It doesn't take hardly any time to fix something like that. Um, but it could cost you a lot of money if you don't address it. Now, that's not the end of the world. You're going to be okay. Don't start hyperventilating. But it's as simple as calling 817-882-6520. Darren can come out there, take a look at the roof, make sure you're good to go. And if you're not, he can put a little bit of extra material on there to protect your most valuable asset. Okie dokie. Our friends over at Hauk Walker Originals, HaukWalker.com, 
Uh, I keep talking about the pens uh, because they're phenomenal. I, I, I'm a pen guy. You got to have a pen. What are you going to write with? You got to have a pen. Uh, pretty cool stuff. The amount of detail that they put into these wood, uh, wood pencils or pens. Excuse me. I'm going to do a bad job of describing this thing to you. So go to HalkWalker.com and check it out yourself. Um, if you're a podcaster or uh, anybody else that needs stuff for their company, like uh, what you know what you do for work. Anyway, these people would be the ones to go talk to about making some really awesome uh, custom stuff. And uh, it's quality products, so forth and so on. Anyway, these are the people that you want to call. Uh, Hawkwalker.com to see their full inventory. And uh, thank you, Angela, for... Uh, given all these podcasters out there at the Pouring Glory event uh, tumblers to take home with them. Uh, these were custom tum- custom tumblers that she made and then just gave them to uh, the podcasters. She didn't have to do that, but she's a very nice human. And uh, I know that they genuinely appreciated it. So, Angela, thank you. And David, thank you for being there as well, sir. And thank you for showing me your awesome pen. Woodpostmetalworks.com These people can do anything with a plasma cutter you got ideas they've got solutions um something they do a lot of are the signs for businesses and i'm not just talking about the sign that goes in front of the store they also do signage for like inside the store also so awesome really heavy duty uh custom pieces that they make for uh, businesses all over the dfw area so very cool stuff and uh i keep going on about their uh fire pits they've got custom fire pits they've got one on their website it's like uh, United States Marine Corps, all decked out, all custom, and it's just, it's sick. And they've got, you know, they tuned up the color in, in Photoshop, I'm sure. But the way the uh, orange light from the flames coming through the fire pit looks on the, on the picture, it's just cool. Go check it out. That's uh, woodpostmetalworks.com, and thank you to our sponsors. These are the people that are going to take Fort Worth Roots to the next level. Anyway, thank you all for listening to the show. I don't have anything else to say. I know I always say that, and then I come up with something to tell you. But I think I said all the things. Johnny, again, thank you for being on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Every time you listen to even one episode, it helps our analytics and helps us reach more people. Have you written September 10th down on your calendar yet? Please do that. Do it right now. Don't wait. Put it on your calendar. You don't write it, right? You type it into your Google thing. Anyway, however you calendar, uh, just make sure it gets there. Okay? We're going to do a lot of cool stuff for you. Details for that, uh, I've talked about it enough. But if you have any questions or you want to be a sponsor for the event or you want to sponsor the show, it's media at fortworthroots.com. Thank you all very much. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. (laughs) 